Hey, and welcome to the Love to Learn English podcast. My name is Rich, and in today's episode, I speak again with my friend Rachel from On the Go Tours, a travel agency in the UK. In today's episode, we cover some key travel idioms to help you speak English in a more natural way. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Richard. Thanks again for agreeing to do this. It's、uh, lovely to have you back here. Again, my pleasure. Very happy to do it. Great. So I thought I would just introduce you to the listeners who have not heard the first episode yet. So you're currently working with On the Go Tours, which is an escorted touring service, right? What is so, an escorted touring service? <laughs>、uh, so, an escorted touring、um, service or company is a company that you would book a holiday or a trip through,、uh, with the expectation that the hotels, some of the food, the excursions, and the transport is all included in the package with a local tour guide. So, when you're in destination, you meet someone from that area who shows you everything to see. And once again, an excursion then is when you take a trip away from the place where you're staying on holiday. Absolutely, of course. Perfect. So, I did actually ask a few of my students if they had any questions for you, and a few of them were very curious actually to know what your company, given that it, given that it's a travel company, is doing in the age of Corona. How how is coronavirus?、Yeah. Changing your business? How are you guys reacting and dealing with this? Of course, and obviously with the situation, a lot of companies have have started travel bans. We were unable to travel in and out of a lot of the countries we travel to.、Um, for the moment, we've cancelled、um, all of our tours up until June. Um, and that is being reviewed、um, on a weekly, monthly basis because、uh, everything's changing so quickly. Every country has different rules. Our main priority is giving our customers the support they need, whether they want to change their change their tour to a later date, if they would like to cancel、um, and rebook when they're ready. Um, a lot of the tours until September as well. We can defer, which means you can change or alter the date、um, of when you want to travel. And、um, it is really hard for us、um, as a company. We know how、uh, passionate customers are, and everyone wants to be traveling and seeing the world. Which I did talk a lot about、um, on the first episode. So. I mean, the sooner we get back to normal, the better.、Um, but just making sure we've got those additional health and well-being measures in place when we do go back to travelling full time. Yeah. So, I think it's quite radical or extreme the change that's、uh, been happening. But I guess it will affect all industries, not just. Yes. Not just travel for now. But you personally are doing okay.、Um, I'm doing really well.、Um, so I have been furloughed. I will wait of the moment in the UK. I don't、Hello. know if you want me to explain. Yeah, let's go. Let's talk、bit. about that. What, what's furloughing or furlough? So, furlough is a term introduced by the government about two months ago,、um, and what it means is that、uh, people in industries such as mine, where they've been massively affected by、um, coronavirus and how it's affected our day-to-day lives, they, the government, are paying us. 
a certain amount, a certain percentage of our wage, um, just so that we can stay at home uh, to put safety measures in place uh, without having to rush back to work from a financial viewpoint. Nice. Yeah, it's, I think a lot of people are on it actually here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite good in the UK, though, I think, compared to other places because they're actually offering up to 80% Yes. salary there is a maximum something like two and a half thousand pounds yeah at that's the, moment. the maximum i think i mean for most people i think that that's actually very good very generous if, We're yeah, in a if you're staying in the uk yeah it's yeah. good so um, i know that many other countries many of the countries where listeners are from won't have such a, a good deal at the moment um as we as we have here so yeah very grateful i think for what we have with the furlough program at the uh moments i'd like to ask you a little bit though about your quarantine quarantine routine (laughs) i I made a little rhyme i was very i was very (laughs) pleased with myself with this rhyme um it's good so yeah what is your quarantine routine uh so at the moment i will i usually get it between eight to nine a.m do a bit of exercise, take advantage of our one hour exercise time we're allowed to benefit from um, outside um, in the UK, which is good. I've started a challenge where I read at least once a book. One, uh, once a I book? Start, <laughs> yes, once a book. Um, a challenge where I try and read one book a week, uh, just so I'm not staring at computers or TVs all the time. Um, and I've taken up cross stitch, Rich. Cross stitch. I want to go back to the book yes. thing first. So oh, what, yeah, okay. you, what's the best book you've read? Um, I've read a memoir recently by a lady called Tara Westover called a, Educated. What's a memoir? So a memoir is like a biography, but it kind of focuses on the person who's from their point of view where the person who was writing from their point of view and their memories of events that have taken place. And what, what's been interesting about what was interesting about it? It is about a, the author of the book is from a Mormon family uh, who grew up in the U S so completely different to my upbringing. And she talks a lot about the landscape there, the country, and just about her experiences throughout her life, how, I guess, her religion um, and her upbringing affected her as an adult. So let's get to the the really interesting bit then. So what's this (laughs) cross-stitch that you mentioned with such a smile on your face? (laughs) It it was a big piece. Um, There were some great uh, local shops uh, you can support by shopping online right now and um, with all the situation closed having been uh, with the, with this situation shops having been closed uh, so I found a small company on Etsy who designs uh, cross stitches with swear words in them which just keeps things interesting so uh, uh, just one moment then so a cross stitch is yeah. something that you make right Something that you stitch using materials like cotton and two needles, right? Yeah. So you're stitching all these different designs. Yes. Um, How long does it take to make one of these? So the one one I've just finished is 10 inches. Mm -hmm. And that took me 
about five weeks. Can we get a picture um, for the? Oh, of course. Yeah, I could, yeah, we can. I can send a picture. Yeah. Okay. Nice. We'll um, have your work yeah, displayed. <laughs> Perfect. So I'd I'd really love to cover a few travel-related idioms in the second part today. We're going to begin with the the first one here, which is a backseat driver. A backseat driver. So a backseat driver is a passenger in a car who gives unwanted advice to the driver as they are driving. So it's the person in the back who says, "You should have gone left," or "Why don't you go now? It's green." They're just a very annoying person that's not actually in control, but comments as if they're in control. So you can use this, I think, in more general situations, but everybody hates, I think. A backseat driver when you're traveling, right? Particularly if you are the driver. Yes, I've definitely had a few backseat drivers in my car. <laughs> yeah. Um, who will just comment on every little thing. The braking is too hard. You didn't indicate quick enough. <laughs> um, just that kind of person who is quite critical. Yeah. And also not involved. <laughs> not actually, yes, not unnecessary negative comments, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can use this for other projects as well. You know, if you're, you know, let's imagine that you're cleaning a house, for example, and then somebody's in the background saying, "You missed a bit." What about this bit over yes. here? It's backseat driving is trying to control things, yeah. even though you're not actually involved. Or Would if I'm like doing my cross, if. Sorry, right? No, if ahead. I'm doing my cross stitch and my boyfriend comes over and says, should that be a different shade of green? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it shouldn't. I've got it right. You don't need to help. <laughs> it's, that's very specific, Rachel. I think that's yes. <laughs> that, ha- that happened recently. We uh, have been in lockdown for two months together. Um, okay. It's a yes, test. <laughs> it is. It truly is. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are in maybe in a similar situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Um, would you like <laughs> to try the second one or introduce the second one first, please? Of course. So the second one is hit the road. When you hit the road, you begin a journey. Uh, so if I were to say to you, Rich, it's getting late and we've got a long way to go. Let's hit the road. I don't mean we go outside and bang on the floor or punch the floor. Yeah. Um, it is just a way we describe leaving or beginning the journey. Yeah, it's when it's time to go, right? You, when it's time to go, time to start, you hit the road. Mm-hmm. The next one we have here is to miss the boats. I like this one because it's such a clear metaphor, I think. Yes. So what does it mean to miss the boat? It means that you've missed an opportunity or missed the opportunity to take advantage of something because you're late or you haven't acted quick enough. So quite literally imagine that you turn up and the boat is already sailing, right? (laughs) Boats don't wait for people. If it says it's leaving at four, it's going to leave at four. If you're not ready, it's gone. But this can happen with many opportunities in life, you know, that a promotion or whatever that thing is that you haven't acted quickly enough to get and has now gone. In that type of situation, you could say that you have missed the boat do you miss the boat a lot Rachel I pride myself on being quite organized I like to make the most of a sail (laughs) and so I find 
it's very rare if I miss the boat on anything. Good. Would you like to try the next one? Of course. So if we... The next one is rock the boat or not rock the boat. If you tell someone not to rock the boat, you're asking them to do nothing that might cause trouble or upset a stable situation. Uh, So we might talk about in the current situation we're in now, if people are out all the time going shopping every day, they're rocking the boat. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I think this is very metaphorical, this one. So imagine Mm. you're in a small boat, a boat that's designed for two, three, four people, and someone starts rocking, meaning going from side to side in the boat, making the boat unbalanced. They are putting you potentially in more danger, right? So a boat is already rocking, is already moving back and forth in the water. And if they are deliberately rocking it, they're going to put you in more danger. So that's what this is about, about avoiding danger here. We have... Mm -hmm. One final one, which is sort of travel related because it has the word (laughs) wheel in it. (laughs) Other than that, it's not so travel related. Uh, And that's a third wheel. So a third wheel is someone who is unnecessary to a group. Um, If you don't know who is unnecessary in your group, it's it's you. probably (laughs) you, I'm afraid. Yeah. And who is tagging along. That's another phrasal verb here. So to tag along means to be a third wheel, means to be a person who's joining a group who is not needed. Often a third wheel is used to describe a person that joins a couple. So let's Mm -hmm. imagine that a couple is going on a trip and then one of the couple's friends goes as well. They are a third wheel. So the couple want to have a nice romantic trip to Dubai to be alone. (laughs) And then for some reason, one of their friends (laughs) ends up coming as well. And is a bit of a third wheel. It's not really needed in this interaction, but is there nevertheless. Um, Do you get many third wheels as you try and travel? Like I'm assuming that you like to travel with with your boyfriend. And does anybody ever try and third wheel with you on these nice trips? Yeah, so my mum is incredibly guilty of wanting to come with us on every holiday we travel on. Um, I think because we go to some quite amazing places, but she asks every time we get something booked. So she is my constant third wheel. She's always there, ready to want to come with us. (laughs) Perfect. All right, so thank you so much again for joining me on another episode. It's been lovely speaking with you. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for doing this. You too, Richard. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers now. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks again for listening to the Love to Learn English podcast. If you're interested in taking classes with me, head to lovetolearnenglish.com and you can book a free 30-minute trial where we can discuss your goals and make a plan to achieve them. See you guys there.